self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And on TikTok at Eddie B. Eaton and Eddie B. Talking. And I could be found at uh, Red underscore Calamity on Instagram. Um, if you have a Reddit letter, question, comment that you would like for us to read on the show, you can send it to the aforementioned um, social media or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Um, do we have any from anybody before? Yes, we okay. have some some uh, responses from Miss Cinnamon regarding the a question that she sent us last week about the uh, parents suing their child mm-hmm. after they moved out. She said most of the people thought the original poster was trolling. Several people said they should sue him and hope he countersues them for all the fees that he was illegally charged by them. She said, I knew you would light up the original questioner. I would never charge him a parenting fee. We have a very open relationship where he overshared with me. He has seen what I deal with having a narcissistic parent and had even commended me for doing the work to establish boundaries with my parent. Um, and she asked about another trial. The uh, Travis Rudolph trial. You heard about that? Mm-mm. Um, His living friend got mad that he was messing with other people and told her brother to shoot him up. The brother gathered his friends and rolled up to the house. A fight broke out. A gun was seen. He grabbed his gun. One of the men who pulled up on his house was killed and he was charged with murder and attempted murder. That's a brief backstory, but it's a big messy situation, but he was just acquitted on all four charges. I would think so, because that's self-defense, is it not? It is, but it doesn't cover stand your ground, though. Um, I imagine presumably because he only saw a gun and pulled his gun and then shot instead of being actively... (laughs) What? You see a gun <laughs> and you don't presume that the person's going to use the gun. Like, cause somebody hadn't it, fired a bullet yet. It wasn't. It's kind of like if you, I mean, if, if everybody got their dukes up, right. And then they see a gun, you see a gun on their waist. Like you can't just pull out your gun and just shoot them. That, that ain't how it worked necessarily. So the person didn't have the gun drawn. No. <laughs> from what, from what, how it's read. No, I don't know. Either way, he was acquitted. But you know, I don't. I don't even know what state it was in to say stand your ground. But either way, Florida. The reason that I well, I mean, listen, when it's a white person, when it's not a black person, they don't get arrested. <laughs> they just get let go home, and then maybe in four days they'll get arrested or some shit. But the it, the reason I know about the trial is because it turned into a whole red pill manosphere conversation about how women be setting men up. And it turned into a, oh, the woman should be charged for this. And I'm like, okay, let's, there are a whole bunch of steps that the men involved in this could not have taken listening to her, right? So she say, I don't like this dude. You need to go shoot him up. Okay. The brother could have said, no, that's stupid. Why would I go shoot somebody based on you saying that I should go shoot them up? Right? She wasn't charged? No. No, she wasn't charged. Okay. She would have. So let's say they went and it, it went the other way. They shot him. She would have been charged with solicitation if he had gotten injured. So I don't know why she wouldn't have got solicitation for setting it up. Man, that shit usually only worked for the police. Uh, Solicitation for murder? No, no. Well, okay. That's Maybe what I'm saying. If... She, she, she could have got a charge for solicitation for. Okay. 
So what I'm saying is, yes, if she had told somebody to murder and they murdered, yeah, probably conspiracy to murder. She probably would have. But You could get a solicitation charge if, even if they don't murder. You Because you solicited it to happen, it just didn't happen. You could still get charged. You know I watch a lot of murder. <laughs> I know you do. People get but, solicitation to uh, for murder charges all the time, even if the murder don't happen, because you attempted it. And the only reason that it didn't happen is either sometimes the person will go to the police and be like, this bitch trying to get me to kill somebody, or it just don't work out. But you can still get a charge, so I'm surprised she didn't get a charge. You know, all these state laws and shit be yeah. all kind of weird and different and all that shit mix and match. But yeah, but, no, the niggas deciding to do it is that's they if somebody come ask me to go kill somebody, I'm gonna tell them to kick fucking rocks. Thing the thing that I was saying work for the police is that situation where if if you start a disturbance somehow, if you the reason that the police came and the police end up shooting and they shoot somebody innocent, then you get that murder charge. What? Yeah. You get the murder charge for that. That's what happened with uh, E.J. Crawford at uh, the Galleria Mall here when he got shot. They shot a little girl. The police shot a, a child. And the people, the person who got the charges for that girl being shot were the people who started the disturbance, the people that they end up looking for for the reason that the shooting started. They do that all the time. They charge people who ain't even shot no gun with murder because the police shot somebody. And so I was thinking of it in one of them. I don't think that worked for regular folks. <laughs> I think that don't, that's on a lot that don't apply to police behavior. Uh, no, like, because, like, if you, if you go, if me and you go rob somebody and you kill somebody, I'm going to get a murder charge, even though all I was there to do was rob. I didn't fucking kill nobody. You killed somebody. But I was there. And so I'm going to still get a murder charge. Even if I can prove that I did not shoot, didn't kill nobody, didn't even know you was planning on killing anybody. I was there during the commission of that crime. And so I'm going to still get the same murder charge that you get for being there. What I'm talking about is slightly different. But I'm, I'm trying to find a way to work it out in my head how it's different. If so, clearly you're gonna get that's what is that an accessory to murder? No, you just get a murder. You still get you just get the same murder charge. It's not an accessory. When is an accessory to murder then? Um, or is this just some more state differences in how motherfuckers apply rules and laws? A, and shit? Accessory to murder. Um, is if you indirectly had like, let me see. Trying to think of an example. Um, I can't think of it. It's accessory to murder is a different thing, but I can't think of an example because it's a different. My yeah. brain's not working. <laughs> so, police officer shoots an innocent person, and the reason is because they were called because you were committing a crime. Hmm. I guess it is the same. If it's not, I'll have to figure that shit out in my head later because my brain ain't braining right now. Yeah, mine neither. That's why I can't take a... I, I, I know what an accessory to murder is, but I... Oh, she said it was in Florida. He was arrested because he couldn't use Stand Your Ground, but they came to his house too, also in Florida. You know, when when Stand Your Ground shit happened with black folks, it's just not... that You finna get a fucking arrested and almost go to jail. White people get the goddamn benefit <clears throat> of the doubt. This shit is stupid. Um, she followed up by saying, I don't understand how he was dealing with her over a year and didn't know she was married. How the black man was immediately arrested for murder when he knew they came to his house for violence. Old girl not locked up for inciting said violence. And the brother for getting shot because he was dumb enough to listen to his dummy sister. But the way... The way... Oh, white women who took the kids' stuff, kids, the mother coming to get her things, kids back. Yeah, basically, if you're black, you're going to get, you know, the shit end of the stick. But if you're white, you're going to get all the benefit of the doubt. Like, I don't know how many ways you could justify just shooting somebody through a, through a hole in your door. You just shot straight through the door. That's so stupid. That shit is, that. yeah, I saw that. That's, that was crazy. 
Um, and so this is another post that she gave us also. Um, and it's just a question mostly. Okay. What's the question? What is the appropriate thing to do when an extremely obese person sits down next to you on an airplane and lifts up the armrest so he or she can occupy some of your seat that you paid for? Will you push it back down or let it ride? I'm not letting the shit ride. And it ain't even going to be because they obese. Unless it's Morris Chestnut sitting next to me and he uh, lifted the, the armrest to get the snuggly in. I don't give a fuck who it is. Like, put that fucking armrest down. Obese or not, it ain't even gonna be because they obese. What is you doing? This is my armrest. I'm sorry that you don't fit. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not gonna sit here shoulder to shoulder to you for the whole duration of this fucking plane ride because of this shit. No thanks. <laughs> so my response would be, it don't fuck. I, it wouldn't even be because they obese. Like I wouldn't want a small person sitting next to me to fucking pull up the armrest. What is you doing? That's like being at the movie theater and somebody next to you that you don't know doing this shit. You don't put this fucking armrest down. I don't know you. It's a separation for a reason. I don't know, man. I feel like you got to do that shit diplomatically. I would do it diplomatically. I'm just saying, you got to make sure it's diplomatically. You know, I mean, clearly they all, they going to be on the underside of the situation regardless because they want something and you don't want them to have and you're going to take it away from them. But like, I feel like they can make your, they can make your flight hell. Like they could just be farting and when you go uh, to sleep, dropping crumb cookies in your hair. We going to have, it's going to be a rough fight for both of us. You ain't going to know that you sleep. I'm going to know if somebody's dropping crumbs on me. I'm on a plane. First of all, if I'm on a plane, I'm not going to be sleeping comfortably because I'm on a fucking plane. First of all, I don't even know that I would go to sleep because I've never flown and I would be afraid. So I'm going to be awake. And so anything you fucking do, I'm going to know about it. And we, it's going to be a problem. You, it's going to be a long ass flight. It's going to be a really long flight. For both of us. Mm. So you can either fucking calm the fuck down and just sit over there and we can both ride to our destination. Or this can be the longest flight of your fucking life. And that's just what it is. I'm probably about goddamn a hundred pounds away from that motherfucker. <laughs> Somebody who need that much size. I wouldn't buy two seats. I just wouldn't go no goddamn well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't I ain't buying two seats and I ain't gonna ask nobody for space. I'm just gonna just gonna fucking commute that motherfucker, drive, ride. Maybe I have enough money to buy a jet. Clearly, if I done gained that much damn weight, I ain't had to goddamn move around. So maybe I got a job where I can just sit down and make money. <laughs> maybe I started fucking with the stock market, learn how to day trade, making about a hundred seventeen, hundred eighteen dollars a day. You know what I'm saying? And just not having to work. You know, that ain't even a lot per day. Um, in terms of not having to work, but yeah. So her last commentary on this is this one I could hear Red cursing the plus size passenger from here. As a juicy <laughs> woman myself, I would never expect someone to just give up their space for me. As a retired 22 years with a legacy airline employee, policy states that if you see a passenger of size you are to discreetly ask if they need a seat belt extension and if they cannot fit in their own seat notify them that they will need to purchase an additional seat to avoid inconveniencing other passengers some passengers act unaware that they are passengers of size especially since the body positivity movement they feel discriminated against but we have to explain you can be beautiful at any size but that size can't squeeze out other passengers i'm mad that she knew that but i wouldn't directly go to cursor now <laughs> I would. I would. I would be polite in the beginning and be like, "No, we're not gonna do this." But I, I would like the armrest to be down. Now they press it and push it; it's gonna be a fucking problem. What do you think? What do you think is the rate of delusion as it pertains to the body positivity movement? Like, do you think that it's a lot of people under the delusion that because of body positivity, it means that? it's okay to be this size and that 
everybody should accept every part of you and that size, including things that smaller people get that bigger people don't? I think that it is... <laughs> first thing that came to mind, my first response was that, like, it, it's Karen's in every facet of life. And so there's Karens in the body positivity movement. And I feel like it's just a group of people that, because it's unreasonable for you to expect somebody, body positivity, great. You happy at your size, cool. But that that doesn't infringe upon my ability to be comfortable in a fucking situation where we're in a tin can in the fucking air. Okay, you're a stranger. I don't want you touching me. That's the whole reason why the, the fucking armrest is there is to keep the separation. And I'm sorry that you don't fit. Okay. That's not my fucking problem though. And so if you want to turn this into a situation where you feel like you're being discriminated against because you're big, then that's, you know, go off, I guess. But what it is is that you're a stranger that I don't want touching me. And you can, you know, frame it however the fuck you want to. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. Well, let's let's zoom out a little bit. And when I say that, I mean, like, when people talk about Lizzo, a lot of people would say that Lizzo is Lizzo and people want people to accept her body as it is and act as if she's not big. And the positive uh, pop, body positivity movement has basically uh, is big people trying to force the rest of the world to think that it's OK. I don't necessarily see it like that. I see it as. Uh, big people just want to exist as people <laughs> without being criticized at every every moment, which our society has traditionally done and still does in a lot of ways as it pertains to big people. Yeah, and I, it, like body positivity just means they should be able to exist as they are while they on their journey, whatever it is. The journey might be to lose weight, but they should be able to fucking exist with no issues. Do you see it like that, or you see it a different way? Yeah, I mean, my, my only, my issue, the thing, it's the same thing. It's the same kind of situation <clears throat> with the seat. The same way that I would be uncomfortable with a skinny person who was trying to raise the, the armrest up. So I stopped following Lizzo because I got tired of seeing her ass. I just did. I got tired of all of the pictures and all of this shit. But I also stopped following Chloe Bailey of Hallie and Chloe for the same goddamn reason. I get she's older. She want people to know she's, she's, she's happy that she's curvy and she want everybody to see it, but I don't want to continue looking at you in lingerie pictures. It's too much. So like, I just unfollow her. I didn't, I didn't write a think piece about either of them. I just simply unfollowed them, but I unfollowed them for the same reason, even though one of them is going to be a more acceptable size to society. And the other one is not. They both got on my fucking nerves. I don't want to see it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was going to say you're an equal opportunity ass denier. Yeah. Yeah. But you think that both of them have the right to feel yeah. as good about their bodies as they desire to. That's why I just shut the fuck up and unfollowed them because I don't have to watch it. They can do what they want to do. If that's what they want to present to the world, that's their business. But I don't have to watch the shit. So again, I just unfollow both of them, even though as artists, I love them both. Their music, I love them both. But I don't want to see their ass every time I'm scrolling on Instagram. So I just unfollow them. But yeah, they can do what they want to. <laughs> uh, I think I'm seen as reasonably big on flights because I've never been told that I got to get an extra seat and no shit like that. And I can fit in the seats. Um, but about 50 percent of the time that I've been on flights, which ain't that many. Uh, they've offered me upgraded seats or one of the door seats or seats that give me more leg room, basically. Mm -hmm. There were extra seats available. Um, and they do the same thing for my brother because my brother's 6'9". And so it's like anytime they can help him have a better time, they they will. Same thing for me. And that's cool. Uh, but I know that there's a level of big where they start looking at you as unreasonably big, whereas, like, we, we ain't finna make you be more comfortable. You finna have to pay money to be comfortable. Yeah. And so I get it. <clears throat> but her saying that after, uh, since the body positivity movement that people stopped seeing themselves as big enough to be uh, addressed like that, I just was wondering, I wonder what the rate of people who feel like that is. I feel like they that the people that are like that will also be like I said they 
they Karens in other parts of their life too. Like that's just their personality is to feel entitled. And this just gave them a, another way for them to behave entitled. But the fact of the matter is body positivity ain't got shit to do with you making me uncomfortable. So at the end of the day, this this armrest is going to stay down or we're going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks, Miss Cinnamon, for that feedback and that uh, dialogue and the question. Keep them coming, please. Um. All right, so Father's Day, Juneteenth, all happening. So my Reddits all have to do with being black and fathers. Um, so I'm going to do one that I just, I'm just curious about because they put a not safe for work label on it. It's one about being black. Well, it's not one about being black. It's about being white around black people. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Am I the asshole for being supposedly racist, even though my joke was taken out of context? I just want to know what the joke is. Oh my God. If you got to ask, <laughs> then you probably were being fucked Listen, I'm going to tell you some dark, uh, some dark jokes that I heard on the shits and gigs. I don't know if you've seen that video yet. Probably. Some dark humor jokes. Yeah. But. One of them is real bad, and I feel bad for laughing at it. But I did. I laughed at all of them. I got more work to do. <laughs> uh, po- post it on the throwaway account because I know other people know my other accounts. Is a 37-year-old man. Uh, I work at, or should I say, I used to work at this private law firm for about nine years. I've loved it here, and I'm sad that I had to leave, but here's what happened. I mean, then you lost your job, bro? Like, my wife and I took our twins to the park relatively close to my job and our home, and we visited relatively often about three to four times a week. Usually, at most, there aren't most people Usually, at most, there aren't most people there, a couple of families. But this particular day, there were many people there with their families. To skip to the chase, there was a group of children taking turns on the monkey bars. This black girl was taking her turn like everyone else and lost her grip and fell, ultimately scraping her knee and started crying. I thought it was kind of funny how she fell, and I chuckled and turned to my wife and said, Real life monkey, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> What? <laughs> she chuckled as well. And I thought that was the end of it. The girl's mother ran to her and helped her and turned and looked in my direction and my heart dropped in my stomach instantly. I thought she looked familiar, but eventually I gathered my family and left. The next few days passed and I, th- and I thought, I forgot about the whole situation. Suddenly I was called into a meeting with my supervisors and I thought nothing of it. Instantly, I recognized one of my superiors as the mother of the child from the park. How you don't know your fucking superior? <laughs> she proceeded to tell me she heard what I said about her daughter and that she didn't appreciate my comments about her. I sat there dumbfounded, trying to explain that she wasn't supposed to hear what I said and that I was sorry for my comment. Oh, bro. You're not helping yourself. You weren't supposed to hear nah. that. <laughs> and she said that that wasn't enough. What I said was apparently racist, and I tried to tell her I didn't see race. Oh, God, you didn't see race. It meant no harm, and I didn't mean anything. She didn't believe me and eventually said, your employment with this company is terminated in so many words. I couldn't believe it. Nine years of hard work ruined over a comment that was taken out of context. P.S. I don't see myself as racist as my wife's grandfather. Duh, when you got to pick out the one black person that you fucking know. I don't see myself as racist. Uh, as my wife's grandfather is of African-American descent. My wife is half black. I just don't know what to do. I'm the sole provider for my family. Am I the asshole? Sir. (laughs) Okay, first of all, the fact that you don't, you sitting here trying to act like you don't understand how that could be perceived as racist by calling a little black girl that fell off the monkey bars a monkey. Um, The fact that you don't know that this black woman is your superior like do you how do you not know that she's your boss at work okay then your immediate response when she called you out on it was you weren't supposed to hear that <laughs> that sounds like shit a guilty person would say <laughs> yeah you knew what you were doing and you fucked up 
you said your heart dropped at the part when you saw it, her and saw that she it looked like she recognized what you said. Like you knew that this shit was problematic. I don't know why you're trying to sit up here and act like you surprised. <laughs> I be bringing this up all the time because it 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 makes sense. I bring it up on the podcast once a year, probably. The episode of Family Matters where uh, they cousin come into town and get Eddie and Steven some old bullshit and then Carl Winslow stop him and get him and the cousin and he be like give him this whole fucking Carl Winslow speech and he be like are you even sorry he said yeah I'm sorry sorry I got caught (laughs) he said it with his whole chest and Carl Winslow said pack your shit you going back home motherfucker you can go do this shit where you came from and it's like one of them situations where it's like it's clearly, clearly your regret is that you got caught saying some shit you shouldn't have said that you said intentionally to be problematic. Because this man said a real live monkey. Yep. A real live monkey never would have fell off of that shit. A real live monkey swing good as fuck. So for a, a black person to fall off the monkey bars, you see them fall and be like a real live monkey that you couldn't have been talking about actual monkeys, man. You was talking about black people as monkeys. Nigga, like, I mean, I don't know what to say. The comments are hilarious. Uh, somebody said it doesn't make it less racist because she wasn't supposed to hear it. It also doesn't make OP less racist just because his wife's grandfather is African American and his wife is half black. Like, what does that have to do with the OP being less racist? That's some stupid logic. I can't be racist if my wife's family are people of color. Somebody commented other day and said, If I stick my dick in her, I can't offend people of her race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking is, racist. And her granddaddy black. That ain't even half black. And if <clears throat> when white people be saying that shit, they be having a phenotypically white ass grandparent because they a quarter black. <laughs> it's like only black because I said it is. It ain't like you see him and he look like motherfucking Bobby Womack or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker be light bright be like well my grandfather is, is, is African American and it's like but he married a white woman and then they kids was white white they kids married white and then your parent white you can't use that her granddaddy was black you know what I'm saying motherfucker probably died before she was born yeah I had a grand a black grandfather like they be trying to connect themselves to black in these situations so much but even if she was black, nigga, it don't matter. You ain't black. She and could be Lupita some racist Nyong'o. Shit. Yeah, she could be Lupita Nyong'o's uh, flavor of black, and it wouldn't matter. Slave masters uh, fuck their slaves all the time. That didn't make them less racist because they were raping the women. Like, they liked black women. They were having sex with them. No. <laughs> You having sex with somebody does not make you less raceless. I'm sorry. Like, I hate that. I hate when white people say that. I hate when white women are like, my husband's black. Girl, okay. <laughs> and you're still problematic as fuck. I don't give a fuck. And he problematic for being married to your racist ass. The fuck? You don't get a pass because he black? The fuck out of here. Wow. And again, the fact that I don't know if it's because she's Black, like I don't know how you don't know who your superiors are. You've been at this job for nine years, and you didn't recognize that this black woman at this park was your superior. <laughs> like, how you not know that, bro? How do you not know that? You got what you deserve. Sucks to be you. I guess you better figure it out since you're the sole provider for your family. Blame black people the rest of his life. Yeah. Listen, this is the joke that they told on shits and gigs that got me, and I was like, damn. To caught me by surprise. But it's a admittedly dark humor segment. He said, My girlfriend called me a pedophile. I said, that's a big word for a five-year-old. It is dark, but I don't know. Maybe I, I get when you know it's dark humor. Like when you know it's dark humor, is it a different impact on your ability to consume it as humor? 
I feel like, yeah, because if I was just like out and about and overheard somebody say that shit, it wouldn't be funny. Yeah, but not in at the all. context, <laughs> but in the context of them doing ba- rapid, dark humor jokes back to back, then yeah, I don't know. It it does if it, it hit different. I was like, am I supposed to be laughing at pedophilia? But, but I wouldn't laugh at pedophilia if it wasn't self-identified as a dark joke. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, what's next? Uh, I got some far. Let me see. So uh, that was one of the black ones. Um, <laughs> then I did, like I said, Father's Day. So I got, am I the asshole for expecting my wife to prioritize me for Father's Day instead of going to a funeral? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um... Am I the asshole for telling my son that he ruined Christmas for me and his stepdad when he decided to spend it with his dad? Um, am I the asshole for leaving my son at my boyfriend's house for the week without his dad's permission? Uh, those are white ones. I mean, black jokes. Let's see. Um, are those all my father ones? Oh no, am I the asshole for begging my girlfriend to uphold a sexist tradition just so she can make a good first impression? Mm, let's do that one. And then would I be the asshole for getting to know my father's mistress? Damn. <laughs> the fuck would you do that? <laughs> I want to know what the sexist tradition is. Okay. Am I the asshole for begging my girlfriend to uphold a sexist tradition just so she can make a good first impression? I have a big family that's incredibly close. We have big family dinners every few months where we all meet at my great-grandfather's estate and eat together. The fact that you're calling it an estate lets me know where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Typically, how this works is that the women go cook for the time that they're there and the men don't, which I am fully aware is sexist as hell. That being said, I'm one of the youngest people in in my family, and my protests mean literally nothing. Some of those women choose not to cook. However, this is usually met with a level of ostracizing. The women who don't cook are are wives and long-term girlfriends. So they kind of already have a good family relationship doctored in. When I have seen my partners, when I've seen new partners not cook, it's gone bad. Like completely ostracized, not speaking, cattiness, rudeness, etc. This dinner will be in two weeks, and my girlfriend was asked if she would attend. Initially, she said yes, which is great. I want her to meet everyone and for everyone to get used to her being around, but when I explained to her the tradition, she was understandably bothered. I told her that I understood where she was coming from. Uh, However, it was best for everyone if she just played along. I told her this isn't a permanent thing, and that I'm only asking her to do this so that she can avoid bad treatment from the rest of the family. This is her first impression, and I don't think it's best if we cause waves. She told me that it's unacceptable. She told me that it's unacceptable and that if she has to do that, she will not be going. I've tried to find a compromise with her on this, but she won't budge and she's pissed at me. She told me that if I think it's acceptable to make her do this, then I'm just as bad as everyone else. While my point is that she needs to make a good first impression. Am I the asshole? Um, sir. <laughs> you are you're very much the asshole. And I'm going to tell you something. Your your girlfriend's going to lose respect for you if she go to that situation. Like you're essentially saying I don't have the strength, the balls or the the social placement in my family to stand up for myself, stand up for my girlfriend, and you finna go there with her and have her pretend mm, you, you, you this is the beginning of the end of the relationship, brother. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. Yep. Because it's clear, it's going to be clear to her that you ain't never going to have the balls to stand up to your family. And every time that she with your family, she's going to have to deal with these motherfuckers either tripping or her having to be somebody that she ain't. Mind you, pretending like you cook ain't something that you can fucking do easily. Right? I Look, listen. I can only... I So back when I used to play games more NBA 2K with my homies listening to them while we playing the game, I used to be able to get about five or six sentences into a sports conversation before motherfuckers know that I'm an imposter. <laughs> it's gone now. I got two sentences in maybe before a motherfucker know I'm an imposter. I ain't got no goddamn business talking about sports. And the sports <laughs> shit I do talk about is because sports niggas be doing crazy ass shit 
and I keep up with their shenanigans. Motherfucking uh, John Morant, motherfucking Zion Williamson. I don't know if you know about either one of them. John Morant, yes, Zion Williamson, no. <laughs> Zion Williamson basically been uh, messing with a whole bunch of women, but lately he's been messing with a popular porn star. And in the midst of him messing with this porn star, he came out and did a pregnancy photo shoot with the, his, I guess, main woman who's pregnant with his baby. And porn star went crazy on Twitter about it, showing their Snapchats and all kind of stuff. So I be keeping up with they outside of work shenanigans. Yeah. I don't know them niggas stats. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know what position they play. <laughs> but I, two, isn't a, I'm an imposter. But, but when you go into that kitchen and a motherfucker ask you questions about food, it's real fucking hard. It's that similar situation. A motherfucker will spot you as an imposter real early. You know? A motherfucker ask you, what what kind of butter you do you use? Salted or unsalted? You fucked up. <laughs> who know? Who know we okay, answer this question for me. Anybody who listening, who do you know what the fuck when the fuck to use salted butter and when the fuck to use unsalted butter? That's some shit that'll get you caught up real fucking early. Or a motherfucker ask you what's your best dish. Like you can't you can't say no too simple shit, but you can't say no too complicated shit. You say my best dish is fucking sauteed green beans, they're gonna be like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you don't cook because they're gonna judge you based on the quality of what they believe your cooking is. They're gonna be like, your motherfucking ass don't cook. But if you say motherfucking some goddamn um uh, stuffed chicken masala, they're gonna be like, oh masala, what? What kind of what kind of vinegar do you use in that sauce? What kind of wine do you use? Now you fucked up. You're <laughs> pigeonholed yourself into. So he is asking way more than he know that he's asking for in the context of what she gonna realistically be able to give. And when she get in that situation and realize that she she pretended, got found out, and it's all because you ain't got no balls, you ain't fucking for a long time if you ever if even ever recover. again. Yeah, <laughs> if ever again. Yeah, no. That should be a part of your exclusionary criteria when you mean somebody. For you, in a family like that, if you meet a woman and she say she don't cook, oh, we ain't gonna make it. I'm sorry. I gotta have somebody that cook because I'm a bitch-ass nigga that can't stand up to my family and tell them, fuck y'all. She ain't gotta cook if she don't want to. But, you know. And I would never have that problem because I cook. So... But that that begs the question: If I was ever in a situation where, like, I don't fit traditional the traditional roles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I much rather be in the kitchen cooking than out there watching the game because I don't give a fuck, and I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. But yeah, you are the asshole, sir. Get some balls about yourself. Stand up to your family. Tell them that you can have whatever kind of woman you want. And one, if y'all are going to talk shit about this to my partner then y'all are going to lose access to me. But this sounds like a family that don't need him. It sounds like a him that needs his family. Yeah. And so they probably going to be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do to him, and he never going to be able to fight back. That's the, that's the kind of motherfucker that just disappeared. And people be like, have you seen Jimmy goddamn? I ain't seen Jimmy in goddamn two years. <laughs> yeah, no, I ain't seen him either. What's wrong with him? Oh, he probably got a girlfriend that don't cook. Oh, yeah, he better not bring his ass around here. I don't know. But yeah, you the asshole. Fuck you. Yep. All right, I'm gonna do this last one because it's right. it's specifically about Juneteenth. Okay. And it's short. Am I the asshole for yelling at my neighbors during their Juneteenth celebration? Oh lord. If you don't yell at them during July the fourth, then I would suggest you shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Bro, shut up. White people are so salty about this shit. The, uh, the first sentence. Caucasian here, living in a predominantly African American neighborhood. <laughs> already, I can already no. This is not gonna go well, bro. You do not know. Like, do you not know where you at? <laughs> it's like white people can be in the middle of all the black people, and they whiteness still make more sense to them to be the most important thing. Last night, my neighbors two doors down were setting off fireworks at their Juneteenth celebration. Not just any fireworks, mind you, professional grade fireworks that made my whole house shake and woke up my two kids and scared them to death. The type you see 
at the National Mall fireworks display, but from 30 feet away, over and over for more than an hour. I came outside and yelled at them to cut that shit out, but then felt like maybe I wasn't being respectful of the holiday and what it represents. Am I the asshole? Sir, again, because let me tell you something, okay? Fourth of July, and I live in a, a mixed, like, neighborhood, literally. Like, I got two neighbors on either side that's black. The people that stay next to that neighbor is like Hispanic of some origin. I'm not going to say. Uh, I know there's a Cuban family. There's white people. It's all kind of people that live in this neighborhood. Fourth of July, I already know I'm going to have to fucking get my dog and just, just, and just be his support human. <laughs> because they're going to be doing the fireworks from the time that it get dark outside to a good one o'clock in the morning okay every fourth of july every new year's eve that i've been in this house it's been that way people do that on those on those uh celebrations juneteenth is black people's equivalent to july 4th so it makes sense that they would be doing the same shit that you do on july 4th which is pop fireworks and barbecue so again if you don't say shit to them when they doing their shit on the fourth of july because i you ain't gonna make me believe that they don't also do this on the fourth then you need to shut the fuck up about Juneteenth because it's the same fucking thing. It's the same thing. The difference is July the 4th, you probably out there popping fireworks yourself too, but because you don't celebrate Juneteenth, you in the house, everybody asleep and you got an attitude about it because you're not a part of it. (laughs) Sir, shut the fuck up. Don't live in a predominantly black neighborhood. If you got a problem with black people and, and, and cultural things that they do. And this is the thing. If he live in a black neighborhood, there is no way the only time of the year the motherfucker celebrate is Juneteenth. There is no fucking way. Black people will fucking have a barbecue if they got down pit bull die. It's because it's a fucking event. Like, black people gonna find reasons to have an event and be loud. So if you got people that would be loud on Juneteenth, they loud across the year, bro. So unless you moved into that bitch between the last black ass event they had and now, then you should have been experiencing this. And so this really should be titled I Talk Shit to My Neighbors Because They Was Being Loud. Like, that was, should be the title. But the fact that you attribute their behavior to a black holiday, it just tells me that you don't agree with the holiday. It tells me that you're one of the white people that's salty about Juneteenth. Because for whatever reason, bro, it's like, White people just hate when black people get shit. Yes. And yes. I would say that there's a host of black people that hate when gay people get shit. But <laughs> we talking about something different now. White people hate when black people get shit. And so for Juneteenth to be something else that black people got, because like objectively looking at it, you would think, oh shit. I, I mean, I know, I understand that, you know, the, the uh, slaves were emancipated, right? And I thought that they was emancipated on that day. I didn't realize that it took this long to get to everybody. And you think somebody would be like, well, damn, it's reasonable to celebrate the actual full-blown discontinuation of slavery in that way. Yeah. But but to not to not be able to see it as that <laughs> and to be like, you know, you know, y'all supposed to have this. It's it's so many people so salty. But at the end of the day, bitch-ass motherfucker, you should have just said my neighbors was loud and I had to go address that shit. Or this motherfucker said I'm white and my black neighbors was being blackety black on Juneteenth and I don't know why these blackety black blacks get to have a whole holiday for some shit that ain't don't even make sense. Okay, you got, got, you got finessed out of them two years before you knew. That sounds like a fucking you problem, not an America problem. And bitch, you only benefit from the holiday. Yeah. Some people off work because of that shit today. Like, goddamn. But you know what? Racism, racism is more principled than it is functional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Racism is so much more principled than it is functional. Like, it's like a racist will goddamn a racist will take a, a two hour extra drive to avoid driving through a black town. <laughs> With no threat to them. A white white person going through any black community ain't no threat to them. Let me not say that. 
because uh, one of those uh, the wire towns that's mm-hmm. really violent. Some white boys on video trying to go through there. The police stopped and they said, "Y'all, it might not walk out of there. Y'all definitely ain't gonna walk out of there with them shoes." So <laughs> not not say that white people ain't you know it ain't places white people can't go where they ain't in danger, but uh, it ain't no sundown towns for white people. Is what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have those worries. But they racism will tell them that, oh, I ain't finna drive through this nigga town. I don't even want to open my windows and smell no cocoa butter city. <laughs> you know? Like, so they they racist brain tells them that they gotta do shit the hard way just to avoid dealing with black people. Like at Red Lobster, they used to walk in and ask for a white server instead of a black server. Now, this is the fucked up part, right? The manager would say, we don't accommodate those kind of needs when black hosts were up front. But one of the white hostesses said that if they said that with all white people up front, the manager would accommodate it. It's just only when black people are up there that she have to show that they don't accommodate that kind of racist bullshit. Ridiculous. You know how we is, man. Fuck them. Pretty fucking ridiculous. But yeah, so I'm a, I'm 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 I've been pretty consistent with the themes. Now I don't know what the fuck next week's theme's gonna be. <laughs> but I gotcha. Um, we'll see. So we be doing the Reddit letters, goddamn. And Reddit is changing the rules on their API usage. Now, if you don't know what an API is, it's essentially the permission that other companies have to use your shit. So, if you use Twitter, Twitter got all of these motherfucking apps outside of it. Tweetbird, Tweetfree, all these different uh, apps that you can connect to through Twitter. The reason you can do that is because Twitter uses a free API that these apps can use to kind of make their own version of how people use Twitter. And Reddit has that as well. They have a free API. But the API is going to be, is going to cost money now. And this is a business decision that Reddit made. And motherfuckers are mad about that. Now, if y'all don't know how Reddit works, Reddit is essentially a website that has a whole bunch of little micro forums up under it. Endless. You know? Like you, they probably got a R R a Reddit for booty hole. Just Reddit booty hole. Let me go look. Hold on. Oh Christ. Reddit <laughs> booty hole. <laughs> they probably don't. Uh, I mean, clearly they got asshole. Um, <laughs> somebody asked redditors who eat the booty hole, what does it taste like? Okay, we are gonna go away from that. Oh, but I'm just saying that to say that there is a such a wide range of um. Wait a minute. The Reddit asshole is actually pictures pictures of women's assholes. Ew. Oh, I did not expect that. I expected it to be like I'm, I'm not an asshole type asshole, but it's actually booty holes, fainters. Anyway, <laughs> I wish y'all could see her face. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying that to represent how vast the topics are uh, in Reddit. But the issue is that every one of these Reddits has a mod, basically somebody who created this, you know, subreddit and they run the fucking show. They add on new mods. And the reality is for very popular Reddits, they put in a ton of unpaid labor to moderate them. Like the people who are putting in all this unpaid labor for Reddit are essentially keeping Reddit running. Now, only like 20% of Reddit... Uh, so so what happened from this is a lot of the mods disagreed with this and a lot of subreddits went dark. A lot of subreddits wouldn't let you in because the mods are protesting essentially this change. Because again, these people who have put in all of these hours to uh, uh, monitor these subreddits, they use a bunch of different apps to do so. Some of them have likely created these apps. Some of these people have collaborated with friends for these apps. And so a lot of people ain't going to be able to afford to moderate on uh, uh, 
for money what they doing for free. And I don't even know what sparked this change with Reddit. Uh, but Reddit him back, right? Reddit is like, hey, look, we made a business decision. We ain't changing it because y'all crying. Fuck y'all. As a matter of fact, we are going to change the system of moderation to a more democratic system because the way the system works now is it's kind of like a legacy goddamn shit because one, if you created the mod for it originally, you get to continue to be the goddamn head honcho and you keep get to bring in your own mods. And the only way you can remove as being a big mod is if you get it, some give it to somebody else or if, uh, if you give it to somebody else, if you step down, um, but they want to make it democratic. And realistically, the only reason they talking about making it democratic like that uh, and comparing it to a landed gentry and comparing it to democracy is because when something like this happened, they don't want their whole website to go down. Like imagine if 100 percent of the mods didn't care about this and Reddit went uh, come 100 percent dark. Yeah. Then it'll be a fucking problem for Reddit because they're going to lose money. They add, they add revenue is going to go down. Uh, everything is going to be, be halted. I think the uh, CEO is banking on the idea that this shit is just a phase. Uh, it's going to be over soon. And once it's over, we can get back to business. It's fucking normal. All these other mods who ain't making a big fuss and who ain't shutting their shit down, you know, we'll see how they do. But essentially, probably the only reason they bought up that democratic shit is because they want to make it to where... Uh, Mods that disagree with the main mod can vote the main mod out. Mm-hmm. And so it's like his solution mm-hmm. to this problem is I'm sure that in every one of these subreddits, there's people who don't agree and who want to be keeping the Reddit going or the subreddit going. So we'll just create a system where you can just remove a, a top mod if you want to. And that's fucked up. And because, I mean, it's Reddits that I go on regularly that like I couldn't go on some of them because of this stuff. Yeah, and it was some like looking for recipes and looking for a different shit that I do um, when I'm looking for information. I go to Reddit. Couldn't get into some that I don't visit regularly, but like I was like, oh shit, this is a barrier. But it's gonna be interesting to see how that shit play out. Um. All right, so we know that AI been popping off lately, right? Mm-hmm. There is a there is a part of the internet called section 230 and it is in um uh, a part of uh, section 230 is protest protected us on the internet so this shit can be free uh as far as it pertains to small blogs websites um big platforms and individual users um it really kind of speaks on how users and services can't be sued for forwarding email hosting online reviews or sharing photos or videos that others find objectionable. It also helps to quickly resolve lawsuit cases that have no legal basis. Um, This has become a problem with AI because technically AI is an online internet thing that people can find objectionable that we really don't know how to manage because one of the biggest problems is that people keep making AI porn um, not or AI porn, but deep fakes of people using AI um, to create pornography. So the question becomes, what, what do you do about that? Is that one of those protected things? And so right now in Congress, they are trying to figure out how to address Section 230, and they are trying to decide whether AI is protected by Section 230 or not. The legislation said it is not, but somebody going to argue that it is. Clearly, a bunch of people behind AI are going to argue that it is because these motherfuckers don't want the AI. They don't want the AI to uh, be impacted by um, by the government. Clearly, the less regulation, the better for companies. Yeah. Um, And maybe even the less regulation, the better for individuals. Because, I mean, once they start regulating AI, I mean, it, it, a number of things can happen. Either, I mean, the quality of it can get better but motherfuckers might start charging, you know? Uh, or if it's never regulated, I mean, it's like everybody could just have access to AI and so much motherfucking wild, wild wish shit can be going on. 
so that's the difficult part about it. A lot of motherfuckers would be like, the government ain't supposed to intervene in this shit, but like this, this is one of them things where it can get, it can get very, very dangerous very fast if something don't happen. And we definitely can't like if we have to leave it up to the corporations to regulate shit that could be dangerous and the government who has their own uh agendas for upholding that shit i i would i would trust the government over capitalism even though the government and capitalism are intertwined but government seemingly has a less vested interest in the success uh, as the companies do who are advocating for this shit so gonna be interesting to fucking find out what that shit is um the last thing i guess you can get in this conversation i'm gonna ask you a question so there is a game streamer called nick Merckx, and nick Merckx put up a tweet that said uh hold on let me see what this shit said Essentially, the tweet said, uh, stop messing with the kids or leave the kids alone. Just leave the kids alone. And that's all he said. But we know that the current dialogue regarding the trans community and the gay community is that they grooming kids somehow. So this became a big ass fucking controversy. He got kicked off the streaming platform for a while. And he had some skins on Call of Duty that they removed. So, uh, I guess the question is, wh- what's your perspective on the rhetoric about um, leave the kids alone? Like, when they're talking about kids, like, all of the legislation that they got going on in Florida and other states as it pertains to the trans community, what's your thoughts about all that shit? How are they going out? How are they going out after the kids? They're not. They're not. But that's the rhetoric that the right seems to be running with to. So so basically. We don't like trans people. This I'm talking as the right. We don't like trans people, but we can't say that woman is a man. We can't say fuck trans people. But what kind of. My bad. What kind of rhetoric can we use that seems uh, like a reasonable thing that's happening? And so they used the drag queen um, library readings and book readings and stuff that they're doing with kids to connect the whole trans LGBT community to grooming kids. And now the 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 common sentiment amongst people who don't really who just follow who don't really pay attention is hey leave the kids alone and a whole bunch of people are agreeing yeah they should leave the kids alone but it's based off a faulty premise because ain't no fucking trans or lgbt motherfuckers grooming kids it don't sound like you much in too in touch with this what's going on in in regard that regard no that's what's happening if you hear somebody say if you see a tweet that say leave the kids alone or uh, so there is a, a um, there's a logo with a umbrella and it's a rainbow falling over the umbrella and under the umbrella is a family. And it said it says something like, um, I want to teach my own kids or some shit like that. That's like the movement in a logo is like essentially they're saying that like kids shouldn't be taught about sexuality in uh, elementary school and the only way they're defining sexuality is by talking about gay people or talking about trans people and so that's why the law in florida you can't you can't mention family shit in florida now they they used it to say you can't talk about a husband and a husband a boyfriend and a boyfriend a wife and a wife a girlfriend and a girlfriend you can't talk about that but inadvertently it also means you can't talk about a husband and a wife so technically anything that talks about husband and wife you can't do it but i mean you can because you ain't gonna get in trouble for that but you're gonna get in trouble if you're talking about gay shit uh and so essentially he got in trouble for that 
And I guess that gets into like a conversation about how a lot of these corporations are, are, are very are still very performative. It just depends on what month it fucking is. During Black History yeah. Month, motherfuckers is all the companies is black. During Pride Month, all the companies is pride. Cracker Barrel. They got a boycott because they uh came out for pride. Now I don't know how this old racist ass stole. You know, slaves are delicious though. I mean, clearly. Like stolen candy tastes better than bought candy. It's just like what it is. Unfortunately, it's also illegal to, <laughs> to fucking steal candy. All right. Slay slavery pancakes is gonna taste better than homemade pancakes. I mean, I feel like slavery pancakes might be a bit excessive. Slave master pancakes. You think you think pancakes during slavery weren't fucking delicious? I mean, I'm sure they were. You think that pie that Claude went and got got down? <laughs> You think that pie wasn't the best fucking shit he ever had in his life? <sighs> it was amazing. It had to be. The most forbidden shit is the most delicious. Um, so yeah, is well, let's not say slavery pancakes. Let's say um slave master ancestor pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's delicious, I guess, to you. I mean they are good. And baked apples. They're baked apples are good too. They baked apples are good. And then biscuits. The biscuits are inconsistent, but when they are right, they are the most right. Yep. But they they put some fucking rainbow chairs outside, the rainbow rocking chairs outside, and motherfuckers is they don't even look right. Motherfuckers is I mean the chairs outside don't look right. But I mean you know what it is. You know, you gotta have some for old racist granddaddy to be in. The same shit he used to watch black people walking down the street with his shotgun and his rocking chair. Waiting for them to do some shit. Waiting for them to burp so he could shoot them. Tell the police that they did some shit wrong. Um. Anyway. Uh, on that note, Bud Light motherfucking ass then dropped from being the top selling beer to number two behind Modelo because of they shit. They really got that mad at them. I can't believe it. Yes, I told you, racism is so much more fucking. Uh. It's just not functional. It's not functional at all. It's principle, but it's not functional. Motherfucker could have been drinking Bud Light for 45 years. And, and some of them probably have been. <laughs> I'm sure they have been. And they got a gay person drink a beer one time, and now they don't drink Bud Light no more. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, how do you show your disagreement? But, you know. My act, my advocacy for the LGBTQ and trans communities is because they exist, right? And I think that, I guess the root of these people's thought process is that they exist because they are created. And the way that they are created is through sexual abuse and um, grooming and... The society telling them that that's what they should be. And I guess that's the fundamental lack of understanding of these communities. It's when you understand that somebody is born this way instead of choosing to be this way, you can see it from a different perspective, a different lens. That's not to say that because it has become so abundant in our society that we won't see it displayed more in youth of people. Because the reality is, if you talk to a lot of gay people, a lot of them knew they were gay early in their life. They knew they were gay when they were kids. We just didn't have a society that accommodated them being able to say that shit out loud. But now we have a society where they can say that shit out loud. And because they can say it out loud and because our society has become much safer than it was in that way, not safe as it should be, but much safer... Now, yes, young people can say it. And I think people are interpreting that as they are saying it because they are being influenced by us accepting it versus, you know, this is just how a lot of people that exist here are. And because they exist, they should be able to. But, you know, but that's all I got on the fucking news shit. I ain't, I ain't got nothing else for that. You know, I could keep going. But those are the things that were standing out of me. And that was functionally interfering with shit I got going on. Uh, if you're a father, happy Father's Day. Oh, um, yeah. Happy Father's and Day. Shit. 
if you are uh if you are not a father but you almost was one and you was happy when the period came then congratulations my boy it's all good <laughs> you you got through by the skin of your hair or the hair of your skin whatever the other people be saying that shit very 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 close um, and to those of you who thought you were fathers and then found out that you wasn't, sorry for your loss. Uh, explore your thoughts on these days. And I mean, some people, you know, that'd be a real tough situation for motherfuckers. You know that? I've had clients that had that situation before. That shit be tough as fuck. It is. You know, and it's like they lost how, a child. How do you unlove a child? Yeah. It's, how do you do that? You know, but uh, sorry for your loss, but congratulations on your newfound freedom. <laughs> Especially if the baby mama was tripping. Well, clearly, if the baby mama was tripping, that relationship probably ended. Goddamn. But yeah, I don't. I'm just rambling. <laughs> you got anything else on your mind? I do not. Uh oh. Let me say this. Anybody who had like read, I don't. Red, um, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Red don't like Spider Man, y'all. So she don't. She don't even watch no Spider Man. Oh. So, but into the Spider Verse, across the Spider Verse, motherfucking shit is phenomenal. And I feel like even if you don't fuck with Spider Man, like how the artistic, how artistic that shit is, it's still worth a watch. Um, I mean, I don't hate Spider Man. It just ain't one of my. Things I give a shit about. You can go to the movies and watch Spider Man with me. Cause yeah, because I I don't I don't like him enough to go pay to watch it in a I, theater. I pay, what if I paid? I probably still. <laughs> see, see, she just be making excuses and then reneging because she ain't nothing but old renigger. <laughs> uh, I don't I watch like a it. lot of. I don't think I've. If it ain't a Disney movie, I don't watch a lot of animated movies. Like, <sighs> I just don't. I'm Man, just... I maybe somebody else can explain Spider Man and the art, the artistic nature of of this one differently. It is animated, but it's animated differently. Um, I, basically they take an art and then they using frames around that art and they using different types of textures. And they put meshing them all together to create like this this art. But it's it's cool. But if you haven't seen it, there's one thing you need to know about the movie because I went into the movie not knowing this and it fucked me up. It made me upset. It is a took to be continued. And you will uh, not get the resolution until next year. Oh, I was and then see I wouldn't like that either. Well, it don't matter because you presumably wouldn't have even liked the movie. So, even if it was free, so you wouldn't even care about the resolution. <laughs> <laughs> so, nobody cares how you would feel about it. <laughs> uh, that said, uh, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla. Holla.